You're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Now back to your hosts, Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy. You have to feel it through the game. How are they, how are they matching certain coverages? How are they matching certain personnel? How are they matching when someone's in there? there it's so, there's so much that goes into that. So, so many te- You can play quarters a lot of different ways. You know, uh, If you do it the old, simple, basic way, yeah, there's a lot of throws that you'd like to hit, but some teams play it a little bit different when they see a certain receiver in the game or a certain formation or a certain play. And so uh, you know, as coaches and as players, we, we have to feel that through the game. But I always have freedom to try and get us completions and try and move the ball. Um, I'm never you know, going out there and just going outside the yard that I have. Now, everyone has a yard. Mine is really big, you know, but everyone has a yard. And I try – I don't want to get out of that because then I'm going outside of what my coaches want. That's Raiders quarterback Derek Carr talking about um, his freedom to be able to make changes uh, at the line of scrimmage. We've got a whole bunch of calls that we're going to get to. But, Lincoln, uh, and you're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy, brought to you by Tequila uh, Embossador. Um, Lincoln, I want to throw some numbers at you here. Um, the Raiders offense, if you had to guess, where would you say the Raiders offense ranks this year? And in, in what, the NFL? Yeah. Early to mid-20s? They're 10th. In Are offense they? this yeah. year, yes. Um, where would you say they rank in passing? Well, if they're 10th in passing, then I mean in offense, then it's got to be in the top 10 in, in passing. They're second in passing yeah. uh, this year. Well, Derek so, Carr's um, second, yeah. That's not even like that. Yeah, and uh, where would you say that they rank? Oh, the, the, yeah, the, we, we talked about where they ranked in, in the running the ball. Right. Uh, they ranked 29th um, in, in running the ball this year, and uh, it's just barely they, – they, they barely have crossed over – the thousand yard threshold um, in running about the ball this year. And to put that in perspective, um, the Indianapolis Colts have close to 2000 yards uh, rushing. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not sitting here. I'm not, you know, people are like, Oh, you're just defending Derek Carr. I'm, 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 I'm not defending him. Uh, I think there's better quarterbacks in the world. Uh, I think the Raiders may have a chance who knows, or, or may go in a different direction at the end of this year. Uh, but when I look at this offense, and I and and you talk about Derek Carr's inconsistency, and I get it, he's been inconsistent uh, at times. But my goodness, I mean, he's got no running game to work with whatsoever, and a, and frankly, Lincoln, an offensive line that statistically statistically does not protect him all that well either. Okay. What more do we want this guy to do? He is the best option at quarterback. You could talk about Marcus Mariota. I'm not saying you specifically, but everybody out there could talk about Marcus Mariota. How much better can this passing game be um, and, and and this offense be without the ability to run the darn ball? How yeah. does Derek Carr affect that? Here, here's he's, the thing. Here, he's, not, he's not supposed to run the ball. I mean, he, no, he's yeah. not. But but my thing is this, and with all due respect, don't 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 take this the wrong way. But numbers are for statisticians. Okay, the only thing I care about is a win and loss record. And right now, the way that Derek Carr is playing, it's not generating wins. So I don't care if he's second in the league with passing yards. It doesn't bother me. The, the things that Derek said in that excerpt that we started to show the second hour are absolutely true. There are the defenses take a different dimension when you have certain numbers on the field. We saw it with Darren Waller. It happened in the Pittsburgh game. You want to know why Henry Ruggs was so open in the post mount with the safety in the middle? Because that safety, all-pro player Mika Fitzpatrick, jumped Darren Waller when he thought he was going to run a deep out route. 
So that's why Henry Ruggs was wide open for that touchdown. Okay? So I get it. The same thing they did last week, the Washington football team did last week, every time number one came on the field. Why? Because number one torched the Dallas Cowboys the week before. I get it. There's also a thing called a pre-snap read that quarterbacks go to. Now, Derek is smart enough. He's been around this league long enough to be able to trust his pre-snap read and what he sees, the way the safeties are, the way the defense is playing, the way the corners, whether they're inside or out, to know what to do. Case in point, when they were in the two-minute drill in the Washington football team, when they drove down and got a field goal, Washington's playing what what most people consider a wide zone. A wide zone means the corners on the outside receivers are playing outside in technique. They want to funnel everything back inside because they don't want a a team to get something cheap like a quick out route or a quick way to get to the sideline and stop the clock. So Derek defeated that. He was able to march the team down the field with the time. He explained everything in the huddle when he had time. He called plays that got the team to be able to matriculate down the field and able to get a field goal. Perfect. Experienced quarterback. I'm not putting all the blame on Derek Carr. I know there are deficiencies in this run game. I know there are deficiencies in a lot of the scheme that they called for this team offensively. All I'm saying at this particular junction, this is all, and I'm not saying it's forever. All I'm saying is, Show someone else the field. Let someone else play. What harm could it do? Yeah, you're not out of it, but you're really not in it. Let's let's be honest. I mean, come I on, don't Manny. think you can use that. I I I, I refute that, Lincoln. I, as long as you got a chance, you have to play like you got a chance. All right, that's just all. Okay. Otherwise, you're throwing in the way. What what what's the message? If you're 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 saying because you're really not, you're going in that direction, like. Hey, you know what? You're really not in this, so so why not give somebody else a chance? If that's the if that's your approach, I completely reject it. I think as long as you have life, you have to go with the best players out there and not try to see what you have for next year. Next year's not. But I'm not worried about next year. I'm worried about this year. I'm I'm just saying that if you play someone else and it motivates the player that's sitting on the bench, isn't that a win-win? Okay, how much more motivation does Derek Carr, who's orchestrated the second-best passing offense in the NFL, need? I want to see more. I want more wins. I want more wins. I want you to be effective and and consistent more than he has been. You can't be. You can't have what an eighty passing rating, throw for over three hundred something yards on a Thursday on a short week against Dallas on an opposing field. Then you come back to an inept Washington football team who's down their main safety and two other cornerbacks, and you can't even get over three hundred yards passing. I, I, I agree with that part, but I also think that not having a run game um, c- contributes to that. I think the inconsistency even of the quarterback is sometimes directly related to the fact that he's got nothing else going for him on this offense. So it's basically he's got to do it or else it's not getting done. That's and exactly I'll say right. This, and I'll say this. You can make the argument that the Raiders wouldn't even have six wins if it wasn't for how good he's played in a, for the better part of the season. I get it. There's been some inconsistency, but a lot of guys go through inconsistency. I'm saying that if he wasn't out there, I don't even know what the record would be if you can't run the dang ball. Well, like I, I don't. I don't know what it would be if you had a running quarterback either. And that's okay. all I'm saying. There's opportunities, I, and you. I think you'll agree with me here. There were yes. opportunities where there was wide open real estate, and Derek refused to take it. Now, we've seen what he could do. He did it in the Dallas game. Hell, he ran for 22 yards. He did it in the Washington football game for one run. He has been doing it the last few weeks. Okay, yes. but, I mean, there's there's been times where there's been things opened up and, and, and he's not taking advantage of them or he's still looking down the field. Now, I commend the man for standing tall in the pocket. And, again, let me, let, me, let me back up for a second because I'm not putting all the blame on him. I'm not just saying it's him. 
It's not, I mean, damn yeah, it! I mean, I if if the, if the coaches, if the coaches, if we're sitting here as people who aren't in that locker room, who are people who are on that football field, and we can sit there and say, well, we don't have a running game, so Derek Carr becomes our main cog, then we need to create a damn game plan that keeps him the main cog and gets him moving the football. That's what we need to do. That's where coaching comes in. And I'm who's not saying the they're not. Popular, to, let me ask you this: Who's the most popular player on any team? The quarterback. Not most popular. He's just the most known. No. It's the backup quarterback, usually. It's the guy that everyone, oh, we should put that guy in. And usually there's a reason why. Well, I don't necessarily agree with that because there's some backup quarterbacks who don't deserve the time of day. You can't tell me Joe Flacco deserves to play. <laughs> I mean, he's I done. He's, there, there are guys that are, that are done. There are guys that you have yeah. to move on. All I'm saying is that what it might be a case where if I sit there and say, you know what, um, let, me, let me dream up a scheme. Let me say, you know what, I'm going to start this game with Marcus Mariota. I'm just throwing things out there. I'm going to okay. start this game. Just hear me out. I'm going to th- start this game with Marcus Mariota. I'm going to give him two series. I'm going to give him a 20 play. I'm going to give him the first drive, and I'm going to give him the second drive. I'm going to give him 20 plays or whatever. You, however that would go. However those two series go. Then I'm going to put in Derek Carr. And I'm going to see how Derek plays after that. He knows the game plan. He's been working all the week. I know from a fact, fact that most starting quarterbacks don't like to share practice reps. So when the number one offense is out there, the number one quarterback is out there. If by chance you throw the number two out there, there that no, that starting quarterback is going to think, "What did I do wrong? What happened? What are we doing here?" And I I guarantee you, Vinny, because I've seen it, because I lived it. Hell, when I lost my starting position to an inferior tackle, I tried to bust my ass afterwards to get back on the football field. You can't you can't you can't deny that. And in this note, there's no harm if you give him two series. What we notoriously stop start stop, uh, uh, slow anyways. So what's the difference if we don't do anything? If they have two, three and outs, what's the difference? Any more sense of urgency? Not really. I, 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 I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not putting all the blame on number four. I'm not saying it's all the blame. But he's the uh, one guy that you're going to bench. Well, no, but, but no, no, I'm not not the one guy. I would tell you, I would tell you, I would start Jermaine Illuminar at right guard. And over, and and I because because over, over Leatherwood, over, over Alex Leatherwood, because of the penalties, he's costing the team. Now, what else do I have in what what else do I have in the storage shed? I don't know if I have another tackle. You see what I'm saying? I'm throwing everything out there because Illuminar I want – uh, Yeah, Illuminar got his chance. That's why Leatherwood is playing that position. Well, I mean, Remember? here's the thing. I don't – now, when I saw – I think they TV showed – they were going to break. They showed Jermaine's face when he was over to listen to Cable give the offensive line instructions. You, you, shouldn't he give another chance? Why not give him another chance? Why not? Yeah, Let me see what you can I, do. I, I, you know? I, and again, yeah. if he if he you know, it's a couple of series. You can hell, if you want to do one thing, you want to sit there and say, Well, I don't want to have you know run the risk of getting Derek Hurt with Illuminor playing. Okay, play Mariota. Put let Illuminor go in there. See if, if, whatever happens. If, if that's we're, throwing, we're throwing everything up at the I'm, uh, and, and, and I think that's what you need. I think yeah. that's what you need. Because not, I'm, now you might not want to do it this week against the Kansas City Chiefs and Kansas City. Okay, I'll give you that. But really, there are no more opportunities to do it. What, are you going to try it against Denver on Christmas? Are you going to try it against Cleveland? Yeah, I think what the Raiders are hoping for more is that things are going to click in all phases. They're going to play complementary football, go to Kansas City, beat the Chiefs, get to 7-6, and uh, and have the world still in front of them. Um, And and that's what I think that they're – I think that's where their focus is right now. And I understand where your focus is uh, as well, and there's a lot of fans that agree with you. But I think the focus inside this building is just winning that game and who gives them the best opportunity to win that game. And I think when right now – you wish upon a star. <laughs> it might be that. No We're going to go out to are. the Neuropathy and Pain Center Raider Nation radio caller line because Cap has been waiting patiently. Cap, how you doing, my man? What's going on? 
What's good? We What's on you, your mind, Cap? What you got, man? Okay. Uh, man, hey, I'm with you on the on the Mariota thing, Lincoln. Uh, it it ain't everything ain't ain't against Derek Carr, but this is this is what I think they need to do as well. It it, it is a, a a shakeup that needs to happen. As far as what's frustrating for me on offense is to watch us get in third and short, or like third and three, or third and two, or something like that, and we don't we don't get the first down. And it's like when we see Mariota get in the game, he's getting at least four yards a pop just because he's in the game. And you can see how the defense scrambles around once he gets back there because, honestly, they're not preparing that much for Mariota to come into the game. So I don't think he needs to replace Derek Carr as a starter. But I would like to see somebody who could be a vital X factor on our offense, get more play. I've been saying that for two years. Number one, Marcus has got to stay healthy for that to happen. I've been saying, I told Lincoln that last year, like he needs to get, there there needs to be a role for Marcus Mariota, and I'm all for it. In fact, I think they should do it more. I don't think he should be the starting quarterback. And and that's what we've, that's what we've heard. Oh, Mariota package. Mariota package. Well, what are y'all waiting for? They need to deliver this package. I'm completely with you, uh, but he doesn't need to be the starting quarterback. I think Derek Carr is the starting quarterback for the rest of the season, or at least until uh, there's no more chance for the playoffs. And then if you want to see what Marcus Mariota can do behind that offensive line right now and a lack of a running game, all I'm, 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 I'm down for that. But until that happens, Derek Carr is the best quarterback on this team and the guy that needs to be out there more often than not. Back out to the Neuropathy and Pain Center caller line, we've got – Raider Tone from Modesto. How you doing, Raider Tone? Hey, oh, I'm sorry. Up, guys, uh, man? Chris... Yeah, okay, Raider Tone. How you doing, brother? What's, what's up, guys? Hey, the ultimate compliment. I'm sitting in my driveway and my foot's in the car. I won't get out of the car trip because I like listening to you. Uh, that's what we like to hear, man. <laughs> At the very end, um, um, Lincoln, uh, just, just if you don't mind for a couple of seconds, uh, share. I thought you guys got away from the run too much with Tyrone Wheatley. In the Super Bowl. I know you guys are getting. St- I know you were getting stopped a little, but I thought you guys could have plugged a little more. That's just my opinion. I'll let. I'll, I'll take that to the grave, man. Um, I really did. I just. But anyway, um, um, Danny, I think you're in a tough situation, but you got to interview um, uh, DC. And I know you even said one time about well, we would be taking selfies with them. But I agree. If I had a chance to talk to DC, I would never ask him an off the wall question. But. It is coming down to the quarterback, and I'm a lifelong Raider fan, and I think, Lincoln, you're a Raider fan. Vinny, I don't think you're a Raider fan, and I'm not disrespecting you at all, Vinny. What's up? Is I, no, I, can't be a, I can't be a fan. I'm a reporter that I know that. I know that. But I think that you have to play the fence a little bit. Back in the day, Ira Matthews, San Francisco Chronicle, he questioned Joe Montana having kids during the season. Um, That's stupid. I know. I know. But I'm just saying. That's dumb. Um, That's stupid. Like, like, come on. Are you kidding me? You can't, you can't knock the guy. You can't knock D.C. because you've got to interview him. I have I written – listen, I'm just going to tell you this. I have called for people to get fired in my line of work, all right? I never have been opposed. When it has to happen, you have to write that. You have to be critical. You have to be um, you know, somebody that says, hey, Jeff Fisher, it's not working. you got to go. Uh, Lane Kiffin, it ain't working. Uh, you got to go. I've, I've, there's been many times in my career, guys that I deal with look – eye to eye with have to talk to have to go back in the locker room and deal with i have no problems doing that and if i felt truly Derek carr was the issue right now you'd be the i'd be the first person writing that i don't think that he is i think a lack of a running game i think uh, a bad offensive line an offensive line that hasn't come together i think injuries i think there's all of that plays into it 
And still, nevertheless, in spite of all of that, the second best passing game in the NFL. It's not the passing game that's not that that that's hurting the Raiders right now. It's they don't have a complete offense right now because their run game never showed up this year. No, no, I'm I'm not denying it. And and again, thanks for the call. Um, uh, but very quickly to address something he said, he talked about the Super Bowl not running, got away from Tyron Wheatley. Well, we were down the number of touchdowns. I was trying to figure out how to get back in the game, but that's that's in the past too. Well, but but you know, here's the thing, Vinny. I, I agree with the passing game. I agree with the numbers. I don't mind the numbers, but it's not translating into touchdowns consistently, and it's not translating into wins consistently. And that's the reason why it's been a 500 year up until this point after 12 games. And, I, I and, agree. Yeah, and, because and, it's not, I, I I completely agree. Well, with you. and it, so it, pushing forward, you know, what's what harm would it be to just try some new things? That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you totally get away from Derek. I I, I, I think overall Derek's a better quarterback. Consider in a passing game, you know, Marcus Mariota doesn't have Derek Carr's accuracy, and and the fact that you know that Dak Prescott doesn't have Derek Carr's accuracy, and if Derek if he did, that game against the Cowboys would have turned out because Dak missed a number of throws that were wide open. He yeah. threw it in the flood, threw it at the ground, and threw it. In Hell, even the Washington football team, uh, Hanky uh, threw some high throws that could have been more detrimental to the game if he, he was able to complete them. But right. if it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. My thing is this, is that we got to find a way to turn things around and got to find a way to lark, lark, you know, shoot a spark out because if this team has any aspirations of playing in the postseason, if they want to go to the playoffs and they're tired of seeing this sort of dip that happens consistently in November, December, they got to turn around and win some football games. And it's not going to get any easier. There are no cupcakes on this schedule, especially when all. it comes to the way the Raiders play. They're, hell, there's there's not even the worst team. I think they would probably struggle with Jacksonville or even right. Detroit. And, <laughs> and, and at six and six, they're still right there. Look at the standings. Everybody's six and six, seven and five, um, except for a couple of teams here and there. But that's where everybody is. That's in that world. That's in that playoff world. So I'm not ready. If I'm the if I'm a Raider coach right now, I'm not ready to experiment on anything. I'm just trying to win the next game, the next game after that. And I'm looking at the roster going who gives me the best opportunity to do that and right now i'm sorry and everyone i see people saying that i'm drooling over uh Derek carr come on passionate raider that's idiotic to say that and at the end of the season there might be all types of different options out there all types of different directions but we're not talking about after the season we're talking about these next five games and if you're the raiders Derek Carr is the best option at quarterback right now for these next five games. Experiment on somebody else's time. If you're Rick Spisaccio, you're talking about experiment. I want to win these next five games or as many as I can to get to the playoffs. And you're right there. The Raiders are still right there. This is not time to be waving out the white flag or or, or a hope and a prayer trying to create some kind of a spark. You play these next five games or as long as you still have life, with your best players. And if I'm Rich Passaccia, Derek Carr is my best quarterback. I'm sticking with Derek Carr. Back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Chris is in v- uh, Vallejo. How you doing, man? All right, Vinny and Mr. Link, you guys are the best. But what I want to chime in on is this Mariota Carr debate that you're having. And my thought is, like where Link was just saying, you know, split reps with the first team, I I think that they should tell Carr, you, you come out playing like you did the last game in, in, in Cincinnati, and you're not looking like you were during the Dallas game, you're getting all your reps taken. We're going to see what Mariota can do with with the first team and give Mariota a, a full chance to, to, to mess with these guys. You can't throw Mariota in with, with a little bit of time with these guys. And, and, 
and it, there could be magic there. And like when, when Link is saying, mix it up, throw different people in, you never know what combination of people is going to create that magic. And it doesn't always make sense. It isn't always a logical decision. You never know what group of people are going to turn into that magic to make it happen. Talk to Mr. Plunkett about that. Think about the teams that threw him away. Think of all the fans that said that he was no good anymore. And he came in, and look what happened. And, and the Raiders in the past, they've moved some quarterbacks around. I wasn't afraid to, to make a call and, and, and throw somebody in there if someone wasn't, wasn't making it happen. And I mean, I love Carr to death, but I think he's more book smart where Mariota is someone that has more instinctual play. I mean, yeah, gonna... that might be the case, but uh, Marcus, I, 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 I hear what you guys are saying, and it is always intriguing for the backup court. What could he bring uh, to the table? How can he change things up? But um, I don't know. I think that there's a bunch of dudes that are in that uh, locker room not too far from where I'm sitting right now that just want to win games, and I think that Derek Carr is part of that solution. Now, at the end of this season, Wherever this season ends up, if I'm Mike Mayock, if I'm Mark Davis, uh, I'm taking a hard look at everything right now, uh, especially if it doesn't turn out the way you, you, you want it to. And then at that point, I think every option needs to be looked at and every position needs to be looked at in terms of upgraded. And if that includes the quarterback, so be it. If there's a better option out there, go get that quarterback. If you want to start all over with a rookie quarterback, that's something to consider as well. But for this next month, Derek Carr uh, needs to be out there. And I'm all for Marcus Mariota getting more time. I think it's been a lot of talk with the Raiders in terms of, you know, uh, putting him in there and, and getting him in there in situational football uh, and seeing what he's got. I think they need to do more of that, especially when you can't run it for two yards, Lincoln. If you can't run it for two, to get two yards and you're always expecting Derek Carr to complete something to, 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 to make up that difference – Definitely get a quarterback in there that can run in those type of situations. Definitely get a quarterback in there in short yarded situations in the, in the red zone when the field gets a little bit more condensed. Uh, but in, in other parts of the game, I'm, if I'm uh, Rich Basaccia, I'm sticking with Derek Carr. We're going to take a break. Um, uh, when we get back, we'll continue this discussion. I love it, Lincoln. Uh, I think that it gets everybody fired up, and, and you know, uh, I'm all about that. You're in the huddle with Vinnie Monster and Lincoln Kennedy, brought to you by Tequila and Bahadur. Raider Nation Radio, 9.20 a.m. on a Wednesday. You're listening to Raider Nation Radio, 9.20 a.m. Now back to your hosts, Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy. I think situationally we have been terrible, you know, in, in a good way. You know, like third downs have been not our best. Uh, inconsistent is probably a better word, right? Uh, red zone, we have to be better. So we, uh, Ole and the staff and all of us, we're looking at it like, okay, this is what happened. This is how we can be better. This is how we can make this play better, right? Because there's opportunities there and things like that. So how do we make that play? How do we make it a little bit better? How do we make the pocket better so we can get this? Or how do we make this route better so we can get it out faster? All of those things. We're looking at all that because we're not in the business of pointing fingers. Coach Pisacci said it today, as soon as you point a finger, you got three pointing back. And so we're in the business of problem solving. You know, we can, all, we can all create a lot of problems. I can sit up here and say a lot of things and give you guys a lot of tweets and it'd probably be break the internet, you know. But, um, but I'm in the business of solving problems. My job is to solve problems and do my best. And so that's what we're doing. 
That's Derek Carr uh, talking today at the Raiders practice facility uh, in Henderson, and uh, I agree with him. It's 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 about problem solving, um, not creating problems, creating more problems. Uh, there's not much. I, I, I uh, replacing Derek Carr right now uh, with with Marcus Mariota is illogical uh, to me. Um, situationally, yes, I think you need to have. Marcus Mariota uh, in there situationally. And I don't know why the Raiders don't do that more. But in terms of just flat out replacing Derek Carr, uh, I don't think you replace arguably the best player that you have on offense right now for somebody that hasn't proven, um, A, that he can stay healthy, B, that um, he could play even to that level. There's not much that I see from Marcus Mariota other than his ability to run that he does better and will do better for this offense than what Derek Carr uh, already is. We're going to go out to the neuropathy and pain wait, wait, center. Can we, can we, can, wait, Vinny, Vinny, can, can we do something real quick? Because I, I had to turn my mic down. I was I was laughing hysterically at, at something. Could Danny, would you do me a favor? Would you play the first – 15 seconds oh, yeah, that, of that excerpt I, I, again. I, I think he misspoke, but that was pretty funny. Could you just play that again? Let me just make yeah. sure I heard right. Please, Danny. Just you do, heard right. You heard right. <laughs> you know what I'm referring to, Vinny, right? Oh, yeah. Just yeah, play it again for me. Give me that first 10, 15 seconds. I just want to hear that again. Okay. Well, why are you setting it up? Yeah. I, yeah I, no worries. We're going to go. Uh, okay. Go in ahead. the meantime, we're okay. going to go. Uh, we're going to go out to the Raider, do the neuropathy and pain center uh, guest or uh, listener line uh, because passionate Raider is online. But passionate. Before you get into it, I want you to verbalize and articulate what you said on Twitter uh, about me just a few minutes ago. So uh, you have it, a chance. It, I, okay, I'm gonna say, look, man. I hold no punches, man. This is football talk. This is Raider talk. I've been in this. Go for, for it. Years. Say it. Say I've been it. in this for years, Vinny. You just say it around, bro. So let me get it clear, bro. Some of the stuff you just said a minute ago. That man just said that idiotic stuff off of his mouth. Link is asking to rewind it to hear it. I'm over here ready to bang my head in the what wall. Did you say? You what, did you out, say? You what, what did you say? What did you say? I agree with everything you just said, Derek. Man, get your dude. That's why Derek don't change because he's got people like you that baby his ass. <laughs> All right, passionate. Um, oh, oh, you, 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 and and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, and I don't understand it. <laughs> you know, uh, for right now, for these next five games, I truly believe that Derek Carr is the best option for the Raiders. I don't think that there's even any question about that. I don't even think it's anything that's on anybody's radar. Uh, in that locker room to change the quarterback, who's arguably the best player that the Raiders have on this offense. And the second best player is not, hasn't practiced in two weeks. Don't know if he's going to be even available um, uh, to the Raiders on, on Sunday. So to complicate it even more, you're going to bring in a backup, a, a guy that's not as good as your starter to play him. I don't see the common sense in that at all. What happens after this year is anybody's guess. Uh, and, but and but, but here, to be fair, Vinny, with all due respect, if, if you sit there and say what happens after this year, what, so if, if the, all right, let me ask you this straight up. Let me, let me just slow down for a second. Yeah, go let for it. Let me ask you this. What, on a, a scale from one to 10, with 10 being you absolutely know they're going to win and one, they have, don't have a snowball's chance in hell. How do you think the Raiders are going to do in Kansas City? I have no clue, Lincoln. I really don't. I, I do don't, you do you been... think they're what? Do you think they are going to win this football game? 
Uh, I don't. Okay. I do not think that they're right. going to win this game. So but I, I also the... didn't think they were going to win the the Dallas Cowboys game. Okay. But, or, so, the, okay. or the Pittsburgh Steelers well, game. Well, if that's being fair, then you didn't think that they were going to lose to Chicago, New York, or the not, Washington no, Bulletin. I so, I mean, I, I think didn't. that kind of goes both ways. I, I say that to say this, that, that that where you are right now, where you're saying, okay, well, you don't do anything, you just wait till next year, and then you figure out where you want to go. Well, if this season is still in a position where you can do something, you don't expect them to win the Kansas City game. I don't expect them to win the Kansas City game, and I'm just being honest. Um, uh, then that puts them at six and seven. Then they've got who they've got after that. They got uh, Denver, right? The Cleveland Browns or Cleveland. Okay, so then they got Cleveland. Well, Cleveland's been up in the air, but Cleveland's got a good defense. So and, and they got to go back there, and without a running game, it could be bad weather. You could have a game like you just saw New England and Buffalo, where the wind was blowing so hard to, it blew the ball sideways when you tried to pass it. So then you probably give them a less chance to possibly win that game, even though Cleveland's offense is a little inept. No, I, I, I think the Raiders should be able to go to Cleveland and, and compete and win that game. Yeah. Okay, well, then you give them a little bit more credit than I do. I mean, I, after what I saw in New York, after what I saw against Washington football team, I don't, I, don't, don't have, I don't really have a lot of confidence in this team's ability right now, the way it's going, the way everything is going. I don't. And, and it hurts me to say that. It really does, because I've tried to make excuses over the years why they can turn things around, they can do things, but I don't. The, the 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 mistakes, the inconsistencies are starting to mount up in such a way to where it's it's it, it's you not only is it frustrating to watch, but it's also hard to predict who's going to show up. I don't think we have a consistent thing on who who that is. But anyways, I say that to say this: when do you when do you try something new? When the season's over, or or, or, or I mean, you, do you have to wait till all the way at the end of the season, or when all hope is lost, when you're out of the playoff picture? Is that when you try something new? Yeah, I, I would say I, I would say you go with what your best options are until all hope is lost, until you're just mathematically out of it. Then you want to okay. do some experimenting. Um, you know th- th- that that's fine. Marcus Mariota is even under contract for next year, so I'm not quite sure what you'd be experimenting for, uh, other than to maybe. But my my point is, and, and to to much of my point, because I do I did know that little fact. My point is, if you wait to that long when all hope is lost, there's nothing to play for, then you don't have to worry about motivating players because now they just want to get through the season. Nobody wants to finish the season on an injury reserve list. That means they can't have a vacation. They have to stay around and get treatment or recover. So, I mean, you're, you're, you're less likely to motivate the players to play at a high thing when they have nothing else to play for than they do at a chance where they can see the, the playoffs or, or within reach. You have a coach who's going to go in that locker room and say, you know what, you guys win out, you'll be in the playoffs. That you'll be eleven and six if you win out, you're in the playoffs. And every team that we have on our schedule, we are capable of beating. That would be the morality speech that I give in that locker room every single week. This is a must-win situation. We have to win. We take care of business. We're in the playoffs. That's a motivating factor. If we wait for your scenario and what you're saying, well, after, and, until we're completely eliminated, what's going to motivate the other players? Not the ones I'm just experimenting. What's going to motivate the other players to go out there and play well? Because then they just—I remember going through a four and twelve season. By the time we got to uh, four and, and ten. I'm just trying to keep healthy. <laughs> There's no motivation. I, there. I, yeah, I agree with that. I, 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 but what what was uh, what what are you? I mean, what's your like? I, I'm not quite following. Like, why would you what what experiment for what? My like, what experiment you... would be just to create motivation because I've seen a much focus. And now we're talking about Derek Carr. I've seen a much fo- more focused Derek Carr the week following him watching Marcus Mariota play. And that Charger game, coming back with earlier than he was supposed to and playing a lot better in that Denver game that they had a week following the injury. He wasn't supposed to be out there in the football field. 
I've seen him much motivated, and I know this, and, and you know this because you competed I, I as an just, athlete I before. Just, I, I hear what you're saying, but I feel but like it's a, and here's the thing. It doesn't have to be an entire game. My thing is this, and I said this in the segment before, it doesn't have to be an entire game. I'm of the mindset, just let him go have two series. Let, let's see what happens with two that, series. That, that's fine, but I, okay, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm down for that. I, you know, let him have a series. Um, I, I do. I, I, I guess my, I'm not, I'm not troubled by it. I guess, but I'm just, I'm curious why you think that that guy is the one that needs the, the, the motivation. Like, like you're, are you questioning? I'm, um, I'm questioning a lot of his decision making in the last football okay. game. Okay, in the last football game, I'll in the give last you that. Football game. There, you know, um, now I'm not seeing what he's seeing. You're not seeing what he's seeing. I'm only seeing it from an all twenty two angle, from an analytical angle. I'm not out there in the football field. Right. I'm not feeling, you know, but I do know this that you watch somebody, and, and you know, you want to throw the the best out there. You watch somebody like Tom Brady. Before Tom Brady gets the ball in his hand, he has a pre snap read. He knows where he's going with the football. Right. He makes that decision. He doesn't hold the football that long. Mac Jones held playing for the New England Patriots. When he's up there, he's doing the same thing. He's not holding on football that long. Most of the quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying Mac Jones is a top tier quarterback, so don't don't want to all try chiming in on Twitter yeah. and that crap. Anyways, I'm just talking about Derek Carr is an experienced enough quarterback to have a pre snap read. I've watched Derek. I watched Derek. What I can't remember. It was it was at home, and Derek turned his head and he, to his to his left, and he saw Darren Waller lined out wide to his left, who had a pressed corner on him with no with one on, single safety in the hole and Derek when he sees that with Darren Waller he's going to throw a 50-50 ball to Darren Waller 50 60 70 percent of the time he's going to throw that ball up to Darren Waller because he's going to take the chance that Darren Waller is going to be able to make a play okay he's had success with it I get it he did the same thing with Michael Crabtree with Michael Crabtree player neither here nor there Derek turns his head to the right because he sees the team is going to blitz and I can't remember who the hell they were and so he already knows where he's going to go with the ball he's just aligning the blocking assignments Derek gets snaps the ball, gets the snap of the ball, turns to his left, ready to throw that 50-50 ball. But by now, that corner who was originally pressed backed off. It was a cushion, so there's no the, the 50-50 ball is not there. So Derek, what he does, he pats the ball, and he throws it to Josh Jacobs coming out of the backfield. I say yeah, that no, to say this. He, he 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 talked about that. There was he he explained the whole thing. Uh, now whether you agree with it, I agree with it. I'm not. I didn't gonna... hear what he said. What he had to say. I'll, I'll, we'll have to try to get. Okay. Uh, well, my, we my that, point is, my point that. is this, is that there are times where Derek has already made up his mind where he's going with, going for the football. Yeah. In this, in that case, no, he walked us through the entire, what it was, what he saw, where the, where that cornerback was, where the safety was lined up. Uh, and everything was, he felt closed off. Um, and so he, he, he threw it to, to, to Josh Jacobs. That was his check down. That was his emergency that release. That was his form. check down. Okay. Yeah. There, there's no doubt about it. Cause like you said, my job is to, Try to get that first down, you know, and, and if that if that's the best option, in his mind, that was the that was the best option. Well, I mean, um, but but to be fair, the situation de- determined that it wasn't going to be the best option to get the first down. What it was going to do was going to it was going to get the ball out of his hands, and of course, you leave it up to somebody, your playmakers, to make a play. That that play wasn't that, going to get the first down. There was no way that play was going to get the first down. That was that was a check down. That's what. Hey, let me get rid of the ball, um, and, and so I don't I don't get hit. Um, my thing is this: is that when that when that route was taken away, rather than take a check down, if he feels confident and trust his offensive line, why not come back to his other receivers to see who might be open? 
because I'm telling you what, Vinny, if you watch it, you watch the game this time, maybe not in Kansas City, but it might be a chance in Kansas City. Watch the other receivers when you watch Derek Carr's eyes. Watch the other receivers and see if they run their routes all the way through. If they run about being an option of being open or if they've already given up five yards off of the ball that they're no longer an option, they don't complete their routes. That's what has happened in the past because Derek has been so fixated on a certain part of the field or a certain receiver. And that's a detriment to the team because what if that receiver is taken away? Does he panic? Does he run with the football? Does he try to make a play or does he take a check now? I mean, I've definitely seen him stand in the pocket and make reads and go through his progression. So have I. Uh, I'm not saying it's impossible. Yeah. I just say that no, there are times they, where you need more than that. And in, and in fact, if it does break down, he should have the wherewithal because he has the ability to just tuck it and run. Get what you can, get down. Or throw it to your star running back who has to make a, one guy miss and then go make a play. As Rich Passaccia talked about, you got to find ways to make plays. Everybody, whether you're covered and catch the ball, whether you're a running back that needs to make a guy miss and go and and and, and go, you know, get the six yards for the first down, it's on everybody to make that play, not just the quarterback. And I agree with you. Um, there are times when he checks down, and I don't think he's just doing it not to get hit, though. I disagree with you there. I think he feels like, you know. You put it in the hands of your first-round running back, Josh Jacobs. We've seen times where that guy makes the miss and goes for, you know, gets the necessary yards. A guy gets a good block. Uh, It's not just a give-up play, I don't believe, all the time, or or to not get hurt uh, kind of an option. I think he's thinking, okay, this – Josh Jacobs should be able to go make a guy miss and go get the first down. Sometimes you got to tip your hat to the other guy, uh, you know, uh, the, the linebacker, you know, that makes a tackle or whoever makes a tackle. But I, I don't, I don't think that he's just doing it so he doesn't get hit. Um, regardless, I, I, I mean, to, in honesty, in all honesty, regardless of the reason why he chooses to do it, I'm just saying there are things where the quarterback has control over the momentum and the pace of the game. There are other times where you're looking for him to make more a better decision. I agree. I, t- okay. I totally agree. I All still right, also I'll, believe that momentum and pace of a game, it sure does help when you can run the football. And I just feel like that has never come to fruition this year for the Raiders for whatever reason. The offensive line, running backs not playing uh, very well. Uh, I, I don't know. All we had a running reasons. back who admitted that he was going the wrong way three plays. There you go. Hey, there, there you go. <laughs> and I think, it's, I think it's hard to win in the NFL on any level of football. Um, if you can't run the ball, if you can't rely on the run game to be to go get to go set pace to to impose your will and your intentions and knock people around and go be physical, um, I just I, if you if you can't if you're not if you don't have that, it's really difficult to win consistently. And the Raiders have won six games in spite of that. They're still alive in the playoff hunt. I think you have to play it out until that's no longer the case. I just that's just where I come down. I don't think it's time to. Yes, I do believe I have said this a million times and you and I argued about it last year. Marcus Mariota needs to be on the field uh, at times, you know, and, and I think Derek is completely fine with that. He's shown that he's fine with that. Um, but, you know, uh, th- that's it. I don't think that he should be in there. Any, you know, a play a, a series, you want to give him a series, see if he could build some momentum, you know, uh, great. But there's people out there that want to bench Derek Carr right now. I think passionate Raider is one of those dudes uh, and some others. And I think that's illogical. Benching Derek Carr right now is illogical. Not while you still have life. Uh, uh, Got to go to a break. There's a couple more callers that we're going to get to when we get back on the other side. You're on the, you're in the huddle of any monster and Lincoln Kennedy brought to you by tequila and Bajador Raider nation radio, 9:20 AM on a Wednesday. 
You're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Now back to your hosts, Vinny Bonsignor and Lincoln Kennedy. Right back out to the, to the Neuropathy and Pain Center caller line. Raider Reggie is online. How you doing, my man, Raider Reggie? What's going on, Vinny? What's up, big little brother Link? <laughs> hey, man, look, I'm going to try to be quick. I was already knowing we're close to the end. You guys, like, you got me where I'm at when I'm with my Raider family. <laughs> One portion might want to do something different because Carr not doing what he's doing, and then the other portion feel like they're saying uh, bench him. I don't think it's about benching him. It's about trying to get something different done. The definition of insanity is repeatedly doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. We got to do something. So instead of starting the first two series with uh, Mariota, let's see what happens when they come out this time. Maybe when they're away from home, they could get started faster. I don't know. But if they don't, I say you bring Mariota in and see what he could do. Not benching them. Just trying to spark something new to happen with this team. It's too late already to me to be doing this, but we got to do it now. And I'm just going to say this. I support the Raiders to the end. I love my boy Derek Carr, but we need something different. Let's go. (laughs) We'll see, and it might go in that direction. I mean, if if it's just a... Yeah, I'm still there. What happened? Oh, oh, okay. All right. Um, my bad. Well, Vinny was addressing the situation. I, you know, and I don't know what happened. Um, but um, we're close to wrapping up the show. Danny, how much more time we got? All right. So listen up, everybody. Um, I know there's been some heated shows over the last couple of days. Vinny and I are both passionate about this team. We care about this team. We care about you guys. So we're going to give it to you straight. And then you guys know me from what I do. I, I call it like I see it. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. But you know, speaking for this team going forward, all is not lost. I understand what Vinny's point is. Maybe Derek Carr does give us the best opportunity to win at quarterback. However, I'm of the mindset right now that you need to shake things up because you need to create motivation or at least point towards motivating these guys to doing the right thing and playing a whole lot better. Because if this Raider team has any aspirations of going to the playoffs, then they have to play a lot better. And they've got five games against AFC opponents that is going to count in their seating and everything else and their hopes to go to the playoffs. So, uh, you know, and speaking for Vinny, I'm Lincoln Kennedy, Vinny Bonsiero. He will, we will join you guys tomorrow and talk more about this. We love you, Raider Nation. We hope that you all have a safe and good night, and go Raiders. <laughs>